Hi guys, welcome back to the show. Today we're going to spend some time talking about this good food versus bad food when it comes to our eating mentality. And what we're going to focus on is how having that like distinction between good and bad food can kind of lead to disordered eating that we have when it comes to surrounding food and just kind of what it does to ourselves when we label ourselves as eating good or eating bad. So come on and listen into the show. As a reminder, I do coaching. I do nutrition coaching. So if that is something that you feel like you need in your life right now, reach out to me at info at Trisha, T-R-I-C-I-A-R-D, as in registereddietitian.com. Welcome to the Whole Health Empowerment Project Podcast. This show is for busy mamas like you with the desire for better whole health balance, but you may be feeling overwhelmed and busy and really don't know where to start. Hi, I'm Trisha. I'm a registered dietitian and nutrition coach, and I'm here to walk you through the whole health journey so that you can begin to have more fulfillment in who you are meant to be. In this podcast, you'll learn practical tips to get you started, motivation to keep you inspired, and guest interviews that will empower you to take action. Come join me in failing forward one step at a time into the journey of health, wellness, and self-care. Welcome to your new project. Today, I want to spend some time talking about a topic that I hear often in my nutrition practice. I hear many women and I meet many women who typically review the success or the challenges that the week has presented them by saying things like this, I ate so good this week, or in in its opposite, I ate so terribly bad this week. I want to spend some time shedding light onto this topic and this concept of eating good food versus eating bad food and why this is something that I typically don't practice when I am coaching people through anything related to nutrition. My concern is that having this and using this terminology of good food versus bad food can ultimately lead to an unhealthy relationship with food. I worry that it we identify ourselves based on if we eat good or if we eat bad. And I think that it promotes this diet culture mentality that thinness and eating good is the gold standard that everyone needs to achieve. And I don't agree with that. So I'm going to kind of go through some of the reasons why I think the good versus bad food mentality, I'm just going to kind of review why I think it harms us. And, you know, obviously you can form your own opinion, but the problem that I see in saying more that like I ate good today is that by saying that, you know, there may be some underlying belief that because you ate good today, you were somehow good today as a person. And when you say things, I ate so bad today, somehow you were bad today as a person. I know that sounds completely absurd, right? But hear me out. It may not be a conscious belief that you think you are good as a person or bad as a person. 
according to what you ate. But my concern is that labeling these foods as good or bad, you may be validating some underlying belief that you hold personally about being good or being bad. You, Why I say that is to even be more clear is that think about when you have a day that you feel like you ate the way that you wanted. And you then label that is like either I ate good today or I ate foods that were good today. You may feel this sense of like victory because you felt like you had some sense of self-control more so today than other days that you may have had more willpower or you may have had like way more discipline today than you have in the past. Now think about a day when you feel like you had a bad day or a bad day with eating, or you ate bad food. I think for a lot of us in saying that is that there's this perception that somehow because we ate bad, we lack some self of self, we lack some sense of self-control, or we lack willpower, or somehow that we're weak because we didn't eat the good way. And then I think that also leads to having shame and guilt for eating the way that we did. So eating good may allow you to feel as if you deserve all the praise that you're giving yourself and eating bad may lead to feelings of shame and guilt. Another tricky notion about this good food versus bad food mentality is that what defines good and what defines bad really is different according to individual preference, according to what the trend is right now in terms of diet, according to if you have any disease states that you have to avoid foods because of or eat foods because of. So for instance, one person, for one person eating good could mean like you're eating clean, you're eating all organic food or non-GMO food, You could be following a paleo diet. You could be following a juice cleanse. But for another person, eating good may mean something completely different. It may mean that they are eating keto or they're eating high carbohydrate foods. So what one person sees as good or or healthy may be very different than what someone else sees as, as good or healthy. So it all really just depends on the individual. And so it's hard to have like, a, it's difficult if you have a hard stop on what good is and what bad food is. In addition, having and labeling something as being good or healthy or bad or undesirable, it promotes like these patterns of eating that could be too rigid and may mask any disordered eating. So think about someone that you may know in your own life who eats good, right? But you suspect that there's probably some kind of control there with food, right? So there's plenty of people that may look overly healthy from the outside and how they eat because they eat good food. And then when you really dig deeper, you know that there's probably some There's some stuff going on there that's not probably balanced as it presents itself as first. And then think about somebody who may look like they're overweight or they eat bad food, what kind of shame and judgment you're putting on them when in fact they may eat foods that are 
considered healthier than what you even eat. And maybe their behaviors are much more in line with achieving a health goal than someone who's thinner. So it's just this way of having like and promoting this black and white thinking and this preoccupation with food and what you eat and what other people eat too. Like this scale, eating good food and avoiding bad food doesn't really do anything to determine your self-worth. Eating good may also continue this perfectionist cycle in our life because we are trying to achieve this state of being and eating good all of the time. And if we don't achieve it, it's somehow we're bad. And the standard for eating good and eating perfect is completely unrealistic. You're not going to be able to do it every day because you're human. And so it's just like setting up this undesirable goal that's never going to be achievable to anyone at all of the time. This good and bad food mentality, I think a lot of the time it's fueled by this diet culture that worships thinness and demonizes like people who don't meet this criteria or people that look not thin. And so foods that are good and bad aren't really based on anything. And they change over time according to what our diet culture and social media and all of that tells us is acceptable at that particular time. So, for instance, back in the day, you know, nuts and oils were bad for you and now they aren't. So some of that is probably diet culture because I think they have a hands on a lot of things. And some of it might just be more information that we have in terms of research. In addition, Good food is typically classified as food that makes us thinner. So if we eat good food, it makes us thinner if we continue to consume them. And then we associate like foods that are bad is foods that will make us gain weight if we eat them. So what that means is if we eat good food, then we are good because we are skinny. And if we eat bad food, then we are bad because we are unhealthy. Uh, we are putting ourselves last because we're not eating good food. Or maybe we don't fit that skinny criteria that diet culture has told us is how we should look. So how do we start thinking about food differently? How do we give up this idea of good food and bad food? How do we ditch that mentality? Well, I don't think it's particularly easy, honestly. I don't know if if this is a topic that you guys really want to dig into. There is Christy Harrison is a dietitian and she basically goes head to head with diet culture. She has a podcast and she has a lot of information about this and I'll leave her information in the show notes. But I think first knowing that all foods have a place in our eating pattern, you know, I'm not saying for you to sit and eat French fries every single day, not at all, because we all know the health consequences of doing that. But what I'm saying is, is that some foods should be eaten less than other foods, but that there is this idea of moderation when it comes to food as all food may play a role in our body. So all foods have a place in how we eat, but maybe some foods should be eaten less than others. All food provides nourishment or some kind of satisfaction that our body may be craving. And so eating good tells us nothing 
about how the food makes us feel or what it's doing to our body. And it doesn't really tell us anything about our self-worth. Eating a variety of food may help provide food freedom by allowing us to let go of shame and guilt when we eat foods that we have deemed as bad. And honestly, eating good and bad food allows us to feel more in tune with what our body is demanding at that time. It allows us to really identify what we're hungry for and then also any of the cravings that's happening to our bodies. And so this whole concept of ditching the good versus bad food mentality has a lot to do with becoming more in tune with your body and this whole concept of intuitive eating. In a few weeks, I'll have a registered dietitian who specializes in intuitive eating come on to the show. So listen in in a couple of weeks and, you know, we'll get some more feedback about what she says about this whole idea of intuitive eating. Eating both good and bad foods, you know, allows you to have some kind of variety of nutrition and you are human and you get to also experience hunger and pleasure. You are human. And part of that is eating foods and a variety of of foods to provide nutrition to your body while also providing pleasure to your body. Eating all kinds of foods allows for a really balanced approach to be established. The way you eat says nothing about who you are as a person. So you're not any better of a person because you eat good and you're not any worse of a person because you eat bad foods. Whatever food you choose is okay. And remember that you're never going to be able to achieve this perfect goal of eating good all of the time. Nobody is. And so having the moderation of eating things that you like and eating things that, you know, are going to provide a little bit more nourishment than other things is really the only way and the only thing that's human that you'll really be able to do. You know, Ditching this whole good versus bad food mentality, again, it's not easy. And I don't have that figured out either. And sometimes I too find myself saying things like, oh, I ate good today. I ate bad today. I shouldn't have eaten that chocolate chip cookie because that was bad. That's how pervasive this diet culture is. But recognizing that this pattern of thinking is something that you're doing is a really good place to start. So the process of achieving whole health balance is not something that happens in a few days, but rather it happens over time when you take these tiny, imperfect, consistent steps towards, you know, achieving your goal health. So it's the same with the good versus bad food mentality. It's not something that's going to just change overnight. It's something that if you keep reminding yourself, that it's this ideal standard that you're never going to be able to achieve all of the time, then that's something. And just keep reminding yourself that over time because you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to be able to achieve that 100% of the time. So it's not about being perfect. It's about just being 1% better every single day. Perhaps if in talking about this topic, it has revealed to you some sort of disordered eating that you may have surrounding food, then it's always helpful to seek the advice of a mental health professional 
or other qualified health professional who may be really able to help you and provide you more support with this whole diet mentality. I appreciate you guys listening and I look forward to seeing you back here next week. As always, have a great week. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.